everyone. You are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Miranda Miles Jackson. Miranda is an experienced creative, skilled in brand identity, web design, visual communication, photography, and public speaking. She is also quite passionate about stripping away the idea of the starving artist. Hello, Miranda. Hello, Mish. (laughs) I love it so much, the idea of stripping away the starving artist thing. Because there is no reason for any artist or designer out there to be starving right now. Correct. So this is what we met at a TEDx audition. Yes, we did. I was very impressed with everything you had to say. <laughs> Thank you. It made me very excited because we we I we talked a little bit before we started the podcast about writers too. Mm-hmm. Writers, you there is plenty to do out there. So just mm-hmm. I mean, talk about that. Where did this? Where did the idea? Where did it go? Oh, the starving artist thing has got to go. <laughs> Okay, well, it's it's been circling for a little bit because uh, I've been in higher ed for a little bit now, and the more you see things changing, um, kind of like I always tell people, when I first really started out, either you were in print design or you were in web design, and that was it. That never— One or the other. Yes, never shall gotcha. the two meet. Gotcha. Um, but now— everything. It's like this beautiful mosaic. You've got to be like this amazing generalist for like even entry-level stuff. You got to know a little photography, a little bit of design. You got to know a little bit of advertising, a little bit of this, that, and the other. You see what I mean? It's become this woven tapestry, so to speak. And so the more it's expanded the reach of what visual communication and what visual art can do, the more types of positions that become available. So in my opinion, and, and with the research, Starving artists is almost, uh, it, it's maybe not the correct term anymore. Right. Um, it's so funny because there used to be a time when art, traditional art medium was all there was. The beginnings of graphic design started with printmaking and, you know, posters and, you know, art. Like those very first Coca-Cola ads were paint. That's true. You see what I mean? So that's true. That's all there was. And so there wasn't really a starving artist then. If you wanted your picture taken before there was a camera that was painted, it was a portrait, right? And so now it's almost like we've kind of reverted to that. The artist has just gained different mediums, but you are still an artist. You see what I mean? Yes. And now it's it's growing exponentially because we used to think, oh, we have photographers now. We don't need our portraits painted, we can just have our portraits taken. And we have this now, you know, computers now, so we don't need our advertisements painted, so we don't need the artist. You see what I mean? But the art still plays a very large and intricate role. We're visual, we're visual individuals, we're visual beings. So well, yeah, it's a huge mm-hmm. thing. I mean, you know, it, you you need something on social media that catches people's eye when advertising, mm-hmm. posting, what have you, you need something. Mm-hmm. And um, and branding is still a big deal. Yeah, branding and and it amazes me how you know uh, how it'll start to look old at a certain point. You're like, yeah. oh, this is so. We need to refresh this a bit, <laughs> you know. Um, but so from you being in education, is that mm-hmm. part of it? Because you know we're parents saying, oh, honey, don't be an artist. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, you won't make any money. You'll be starving because mm-hmm. that's that mentality was still there. Correct. I see that a lot. The worst I've seen is um, there was a family that the the student couldn't live at home anymore because the parent the family was like, "You need to change your major." 
because this isn't sustainable. That's what the family thought. You know what I mean? That's right. the, that's the absolute worst I've seen in in that scenario. You know what I mean? Oh, that has and then, to make you cry because it, that sad. means it, their passion. They don't get to live their passion. Mm-hmm. It's which sad. Hopefully, at some point, they'll just be like, "I'm living my passion." Right. And yeah. Then, uh, and then too, even talking to people who are out of school, already into their careers, you'll hear the same stories. And like I always put myself on blast. I was always told that. I truly feel like if I was encouraged more in the beginning stages to pursue art, I would be where I am now or would have been where I am now much quicker in life because it took a lot of twists and turns to get there. You see what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. You hear these stories all the time. They're always dissuaded. And like um, I remember listening to a radio show before and they said something about um, – Telling the students, you know, what to major in, major in these STEM careers, major in these careers and those careers, but don't go toward the art. But the truth is, STEAM careers. Yeah, that includes actually, art. Yes, that includes art. That includes art. art. So instead of, instead of pushing STEM, I think if we more so pushed STEAM, then it would really give us a more a more well-rounded uh, student in any area. Not only that, but the art students wouldn't feel like I can't pursue this, I can't make a living, when in actuality, if you look at the numbers, when you're pursuing these art careers, if you're going into UX and UI design, if you're going into, you know, you want to be an art director or something along those lines, they make a good living. Right. You may not, you may have to move, (laughs) especially if you're from like a small town. Right. But those jobs exist and they're in abundance and always looking for people. Oh, that's just awesome. And I love hearing it. I mean, I am surrounded by creatives and uh, and it's and content creation is so huge important these days. And mm-hmm. creatives are like this is their time, right? Like, yeah. This is your time, <laughs> creatives, you know. But um, I mean, and, and I am literally off to Denver soon to take my daughter to the Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. That's nice. what she's going into. But I think for parents out there, and I really I mean, not that I'm the greatest parent on earth, but one of the things I think is so important is to realize that what, you know, whatever you see for that child as their future may not be what they see. And so it's on you to just help guide them so that they can really live their passion. I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, people have made careers out of the weirdest stuff. You know, Tony Hawk, who's like the great skateboarder, he said, I'm so thankful that my parents just let me keep skateboarding. And, you know, like, we're like, well, he thinks there's a future in this. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I mean, I've seen people make a living out of some wacky things. (laughs) I mean, obviously, um, if it's not working, there maybe there was a lesson in there that they needed to learn to move forward onto something mm-hmm. else. And I mean, of course, there are aimless people out there. They they exist. But if a child really has a passion, nurture it. True. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, because if not, then you're just plugging away, plugging away. I mean, you're really not enjoying it at all. You're not enjoying your life. And we've all been there at some point in life where that alarm clock had goes off. the job off. that we're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the alarm clock goes off and it's like, oh gosh, you know, you can't, you just oh, can't do it. I, yes, so. I had that job. 
had that job. As I said, we've all been there at some point in life, but you don't want that to be the rest of your working days. You no, know what I mean? or counting down retirement. Like I feel so bad for mm-hmm. like, oh, I only got 10 more years in this. And I'm like, oh, you've spent how many years have you been going to this mm-hmm. place and not liking it? It's like the death march into you know, the, mm-hmm. the place of business. <laughs> no, don't do that with yourself. Mm-hmm. And what people don't realize is that even, okay, so of course, if the child wants to, or the student wants to go into like um, a, a traditional art medium, you know, that's one thing. And there are avenues for that too. Right. Like um, digital art, sequential art, you know, there are different avenues for traditional artists now as well that didn't used to exist. But then, too, if they want to go into more of a commercial design or commercial art, a lot of these big companies that they're telling their students they need to switch their major to go into these big companies to work for, they all have art departments. They all have creative departments. There you go. (laughs) It is necessary and needed. Mm -hmm. So tell us about—you have your own business. I do. Tell us about your business. (laughs) Okay, so I own a design studio called Posh Creative. Oh, gosh, for 13 years? I want to say you you then you've yes. got a good business so, uh, <laughs> you're still going that's a good and so, thing uh, yeah. and so uh, <laughs> I like to uh, it's So I do a lot of um, identity design, so that funnels into everything else. So, you know, of course, once you make the identity, being the logo type style guide, et cetera, then that funnels into, like, you know, digital collateral, marketing materials, websites, you know, things like that. Right, right. Um, so it's nice. I do a lot of um, small to mid-sized businesses, some marketing firms, things like that. And so it's interesting. I do some stuff for some some of those large companies that the, the people always talk about, but they don't know it. Because I'm right. subcontracted. Right. Yeah, right. You're, you're, you're like, you're like, Shh, don't tell anybody. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm with you. I do that as well. That's See? one of the things See? we do. You know, it's like, hey, if you're going to pay me, I'm, yeah, I'll yeah. do whatever Mom's you want me to word. do. I'll be quiet and I'll get my stuff done for you. So I have some fun questions for you. Oh, yay. Okay. All right. So one of them has to do with art. Okay. And, and that is one, I love how I feel like, you know, Certain color palettes just seem to come in and out. Is there a color palette you're feeling right now? <laughs> um, so for me, it's not so much that it's a color palette that I'm feeling at the moment, like or or for a certain time. Um, it's whatever's working for the project that I'm on at the moment, if that makes sense. So okay. I'm really big on like um color psychology and brand psychology and really? certain yeah, I'm Ooh, really big on that. So like <laughs> so certain colors attract certain feelings or evoke certain emotions, right? So you want to utilize those things. It's all theory, but you want to utilize those things in your projects if you want to evoke said emotions. You see? Gotcha. So like, if you notice, whenever you go to a spa. I was thinking the same they, thing. I'm like, spas yep. have like the muted tones. Yes, they're the always muted. kind of yes. colors, right? Lots of blues, We're lots Shack of greens. We're City, so this is, mm-hmm. you know, this is like recording, cool, mm-hmm. bright colors, you mm-hmm. know. And you notice they use a lot of blue. Okay. Blue, because blue, in addition to being calming, like for the spas in like a muted tone, blue can also be very tech savvy. Gotcha. So you see blue a lot. Red can um red can be impulsive. Uh, it can make you hungry, but it can also immediately grab the attention because of how it stands out against a lot of the other tones. You see right. what I mean? Right. Um, yellow can be happy. It can be friendly. So when you look at the the logo type here. 
the yellow can be happy. It can be friendly. So immediately looking at this, you're like, oh, Shock City. And you're like, okay, it's happy. It's fun. It's on the the cusp of technology. You immediately start right. feeling these things. Right. And you notice even when you walk in the door, they repeat those same tones in the colors on the wall and on the floor and in the artwork that they've hung. That's all purposeful. That's so funny. You know what, Mike? The colors for my logo are red and yellow. I just, See? I never realized that. <laughs> We're so in with each other, Sexity and I. And so, so like, I inst- I tell the students this example all the time. Like, um, when I'm talking about color psychology, think about it. All Like I said, red can also make you hungry. All the fast food places. That is so true. McDonald's. Yeah. Burger King. Sonic. Red. They all have a red. It's also the money color. Mm. It's also the money color. So I feel like a little bit of red in your business, it's like, you know, like, pay me. <laughs> Come hire me. <laughs> See what I mean? So that's that's what I for me. It's it's more about those things. So it it just depends on what I need to evoke on that specific project to what tones I'll gravitate toward. Very cool. Very <laughs> cool. So this is kind of a fun one for you, but okay. on your bucket list, okay. <laughs> do you have like is there a certain hotel or Airbnb <laughs> or place you see you're like I want to so want to go there someday? Um, actually, yeah. One day I want to go. Okay, this is getting super personal. <laughs> one day, let's hear it. one day I want to go to um, Ghana. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell us. I want to go to Ghana um, because I want to see where my ancestry is from. That's awesome. I want to see. It's it's it'll be a sad, probably lots of ugly face crying trip, but I feel like I just. I but there's see. something about it. Uh-huh. You want to go back. You want to be a part of it. I get uh-huh. that. That's very cool. Ghana um, and possibly Benin as well. Um, and on a fun note, one day I want to go to Milan just because. <laughs> it just sounds fun. I just want to say I've been to Milan. Yeah, it just sounds fun, right? <laughs> it just sounds like, you uh, You know what? I should have been there. I needed to have gone. Why? I don't know. But it just sounds like <laughs> Well, is it still the thing fashion-y? Is. is that See? still like a big fashion mm-hmm. place? I remember that being a fashion <laughs> place. I'm not good at the fashion thing. But, I mean, you know, fashion for me is like, oh, a hoodie. Yay. Oh. You know? <laughs> awesome. Okay. So one of my biggest things that, you know, like just the thing I, I move forward with all the time is kindness. Kindness, kindness, kindness. And I know it sounds fluffy, but we need more <laughs> kindness. So... In your world, mm-hmm. have you recently given, received, witnessed any kind of kindness? Let's talk about that. Oh, wow. Um, given, received, any kind of kindness. Or even witnessed something um, you saw that you're like, oh. I'm thinking. <laughs> I, wish, okay. I wish that it could be something like big and explosive and like, oh, my it doesn't have to be the little thing. The little kindness is also really big. I mean, a friend of mine. Let's see. I reached out to her. You know, I'm because I'm weird like that. I'll be like, "Hey, I'm just checking in." I do that with my friends, with my people. That's good, <laughs> that's what though. I say. They probably you probably are getting. It's like an intuitive thing where they need to hear from you. I don't know, and you I'm know? just I just do that. And so, um, and she responded back, and. You know, we, for just a second, we're like, okay, good, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then we're like, okay, well, we'll talk soon. And I don't know, that just was a happy face moment, like a happy emoji moment. Does that count? That counts. (laughs) Friendship is huge. Friendship is huge. I love that you check in with your friends, though, and Mm -hmm. make sure that all is well and what have you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, what are next steps for you? I mean, 
You've got your business, which yeah. is obviously a good business. You've been in business for 13 years. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you don't look old enough to have a 13-year-old oh, good. business, but okay. Good. Let's keep that going. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell my husband that. <laughs> this said. Yeah. He may laugh at me, but that's okay. I'm going to ride on that all week. Okay. So, but um, next steps. Well, I've been teaching in higher ed for quite some time, so I'm still doing that. Um, you know, teaching graphic design. And then let's see, I'm working on my second book. Uh, I need to get that uh, published because my first one I did. Um, and it's so funny, both of them were projects from when I was in my uh, my terminal degree program. And I just, the first one, I showed it to my, um, a colleague of mine, a very good colleague. Can I shout her out? Yes, Hi, of Kathleen Sanger! <laughs> Okay, so I showed Hi, it to <laughs> so I showed it to my good friend, and um, she was like, "Hey, we could do something with this." And so I was like, oh, "Okay," and uh, give me a minute. So then I just I published it, and so that's how I published Did my first book. Did you self-publish? Mm. That's hard. Yeah, it was it was a little bit more than I intended, but I mean, I know how to do it now, so I feel like why not publish the other project? So I'm gonna do that one too. <laughs> well, yeah, you learn a lot from that, though. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it. I mean, um, and I did see it. I did see that you had a. It's got the the pink and yellow and blue on it. Cmyk, cayenne, magenta, yellow, and black. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, love it. Awesome. I love it. I love you thinking colors. Yeah, that's how the um, that's how the printer reads color. That you ever change the toner in the that's printer? Right. Those are the colors: cayenne, yes. yellow, magenta, and black. My printer, I think, has has. Unfortunately, I think my printer hasn't been able to keep up with the new computer, and I'm and I'm resisting because <laughs> I hate printing up stuff. I don't want to print up anything. I want to do it all digitally, <laughs> and I'm like, can I get by without a printer? I mean, I rarely need it, you know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I get that. I'm thinking about it right now, but I, well, with what you do, you probably have big old fancy printers. Well, most times I end up sending stuff off, or like gotcha. if I'm working with a client, especially they have. Usually they have someone, or if they don't, even if they don't, then I'll find, like, a place that they can send it to. But usually if it's, like, the bigger people, it's not even anything I have to worry about other than making sure the dimensions are correct for them to print it. Gotcha. Because they already have someone. You know what I mean? Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And there's so many places to do it now. Isn't that like a— Yeah, right? Like, it used was to, it, who was doing yes, it? Yes, Somebody was, like— FedEx or something. It used to be like, like this just little print, local print shop. When I first got started, <laughs> there was this little local print shop. Like in, someone had to tell me how to get there because I would have never guessed that's what it was from the outside of the building type thing. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And so um, you, it, it was just this little local print shop. You would just show up. Remember? On a CD. On a CD. Everything on right. a CD. Well, I, I, <laughs> I used to do things on floppy disks yes, and stuff like see? that. So, you know, I know about that. It's so funny. Like, we don't have—I remember when CDs went out, then mm-hmm. the then the iPod came in. Mm-hmm. And I remember when the iPod went out, I was like, oh, my gosh, what, what am I going to do with all my music now? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and now it's like every your phone is everything. Mm-hmm. Like, without a phone, you— feel lost. Yeah, because everything is right there at their fingertips. Everything has gone to the phone. And then for me, um, that and the computer, like yeah. the laptop, because I'm on it all the time. Got to so have one of those. Just back and forth, back and forth. Love it. <laughs> I'm going to guess you're a Mac girl being yeah. creative. Yeah, me too. And you know what's funny? I was a PC girl for a very long time. Were you? Yeah. Because to me, okay, I'm very, what's the word I'm looking for? Practical. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, I started out in the very beginning. That's what I had. And then it was easier um, 
Because at the time, certain PC softwares worked better on a PC than they did on the Mac. Now things are much more equal. Right. But at the time, back then, it was a little bit more difficult. So I was like, these clients are needing me to deliver these files and things that they can work on. I just need to use what they're using. Right. And so I just used the PC, like, forever. I just recently, like, in the last couple years, switched over. I mean, because I had to go back and forth because I teach, too, and I'm teaching right. a Mac. Right. And sometimes, if, like, if a client asks me to come in-house for a little bit, I'm using a Mac. So I can move back and forth if I need to, but my personal stuff was always a PC. It wasn't until recent that I just was like, you know what, just make the switch. Make do everything the Mac, easy. The whole Mac yeah. thing. Yeah, I've been a Mac girl a long time, but I did do PC for a while See? in the business world. It was PC, and See? then when I got out and I got a Mac, I kind of fell in love with it. You did. So I was like, I really this is this is more me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Well, Miranda, thank you so much for being a guest today no and sharing your information. And <laughs> I hope that everyone out there listening is going, oh, so you can make it as an artist or designer mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. It's let's 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 starving artists. No. Let's not say that anymore. Let's get rid of that term, right? That is true. That is true. And I'm trying to come up with, that's my goal for this year, because um, I'm weird like that, and I have like a like a project that I always work on. So after I'm finished with the book, my goal is to get this uh, this site up with all my research on it so that people can actually have a place to go to find this information, because, you know, it's out there, but it's everywhere. Right. You know? Right. right. <laughs> You're going to curate and collect. Yeah, let's just Got maybe it. I love it. it somewhere. <laughs> That they can go, you know, moms and dads and parents and, you know, the educators and, you know, the students themselves. So That's they can awesome. actually find this stuff <laughs> Here is to what see you if this do. is what they want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes it's just drawing that picture of here's all the different things that are available you know, so you can start to see, like, oh, I'm really attracted to that. Maybe I should go into that. I love it. Mm-hmm. What a great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, thank you. you. Have to let me know when that side is up. <laughs> okay, will do. <laughs> All right, Miranda, thank you so much no for being problem. here today. And everyone out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. Thank you. Go be kind and uh, go hug your artists and designer friends. Thanks. <laughs> Bye.